0: Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on news talk. Mask wearing should be compulsory for January and February on public transport and in congregated settings according to Labour Party health spokesperson Duncan Smith. Uh, the Labour TD has gone further than the country's chief medical officer Professor Breda Smith who rec- who recommends as opposed to uh, mandates that people should consider wearing masks again. Duncan Smith, you believe that advice is not strong enough. Why?
1: Yeah, I was I was asked the question yesterday. Would I support it? And and I would if the advice came because the CMO has been advising this since Christmas. Uh, but we've heard nothing from government in terms of uh, any kind of real strong uh, public health advice in relation to mask wearing. But also the calls are coming from the workers on the front line, we have it from the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation and that's backed up by the Irish Congress of Trade Unions. Um, We have a health service that is under-resourced and is being attacked by what's been called a triple-demic and I just believe that if we're being asked uh, in terms of proper public health advice to wear masks uh, to protect our frontline health workers during this latest crisis then I think that's a small price to pay.
0: Well I heard Professor Paddy Mallon talking about this the the other day and he said, look, there would need to be really high levels of adherence. He said it would need to be in place for a number of weeks, mandatory masks. He said the flu season will have passed in maybe three or four weeks. And he said by the time the mandatory mask wearing has kicked in, he said the worst of the flu season would be over. And he said, and these are his words, I'm not sure I get the scientific rationale. He said it'd be much better. If people followed the advice uh, given to wear masks in in certain locations,
1: uh yeah look and, and of course you have to listen to people like professor Mallon i I just I, you're I,
0: going I, further I than did. people like Professor Mallon, you're also going further than the chief medical officer.
1: Yeah, well, look, the chief medical officer has been advising the wearing of masks on transport and congregated settings, which is something that I, I I would support. Um, I I just believe I'm listening to nurses, particularly healthcare assistants, who are on to me every day, who are under intense pressure. They feel that nobody's listening to them. That because the teeth of the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, has passed, that everything is tickety boo in the health service, and they're saying they're under. As much with respect, Duncan. As with ever. respect,
0: though, we can't set government policy based on what individual doctors and nurses think. You have to do it on public health grounds. And the public health experts are saying this will not work. And uh, again, to quote Paddy Mann, he said, people will feel better if something has been done. That doesn't mean, though, he said, it'll have a significant impact on the trajectory of the disease. Like, if this isn't going to work, what's the point in doing it?
1: Yeah. Well, again, i again, am I'm, I'm, I'm been looking at what the CMO has been saying uh, her, herself over the last couple of weeks in terms of advising mask wearing and mm. transport and congregated settings. So that's what, what I'm supporting. And if that needs a stronger message or even a mandating, which I don't think is going to come, by the way, uh, but it's, I'd say that's something that I, I would support. I don't think it's a massive imposition, mask wearing. I think people are socialising to wearing. I think the people as well are ahead of uh, senior politicians and government on this because I've seen a massive increase in mask wearing over the late December period into January as well. So uh, I think it would be a, a, a small uh, measure that uh, might go some way towards alleviating the respiratory uh, crisis, the triple-demic that's yeah. happening now. Again, I don't think it's something that's going to happen. There doesn't seem to be any appetite in government. are
0: among you know, the public health experts. for I have to put yeah. it to you as well, like two years ago, Labour were advocating a, z- a zero COVID policy. I think we can all agree time hasn't been particularly kind to, to those uh, who were advocating that approach.
1: Well, I we didn't go as far as the zero COVID. Uh, well, no, sorry, you now. did. Had, you had, did.
0: I'm looking at a speech from Ivana Bacic back in 2021, absolutely advocating the zero COVID approach.
1: We, like our private members' business at the time was was a mass suppression strategy, but it was uh, it, we we had issues in relation to the the, the travel of uh, the travel out to zero COVID with the poorest border at the north. But but yeah, look, I, I, you know, we, we we've all trying to learn throughout this, but we do know that uh, masks do stop the or, or do help in the hindering the spread of respiratory illnesses. We have three now. uh, RSV, we have another element of RSV. One of the advices there is to include uh, traditional sanitising and and washing down of hard surfaces. And that none of that messaging is coming through. And the point I'm trying to make is that uh, we have a health system that's under intense... Uh, crisis. We have a trolley crisis that's worse than ever. Three, three uh, respiratory illnesses are uh, putting intense pressure on that. And if there's anything the public can do, uh, that I think we 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 should do this o- over the course of January and into February. And maybe it is too late. But you know, the, our frontline workers and indeed our sick people on trolleys and on chairs and hospitals up and down the country aren't seeing anything from political leaders in terms of trying to tackle this. And the workers themselves are feeling absolutely abandoned. But see, I don't. Can, sorry, I don't.
0: I'm not sure you're being fair. Like, what can the government do other than follow the advice of the chief medical officer and the experts? And the experts are saying they're not the advocating this. She's saying no, recommends it. Officer. She's not saying mandatory. She's recommending no, but, that people do it.
1: Okay, but we're not even hearing that from government. We're not even hearing that strongly from. Uh, I, I've heard Stephen that from. Godley.
0: I've heard that from government people. And and again, to quote Paddy Mann, he says that advice is very clear uh, and is out there.
1: But if you're if you're listening to people like Philney Hay and I was on the, I was on the radio with her last Phil night. Philyl Hay's not a public health expert. They're not, but the the workers themselves are not are, are not hearing it. The people themselves aren't hearing it uh, as strongly. Like we've had we've had two years during the pandemic of pretty strong uh, government messaging in terms of public health advice. We are not hearing that now. There's been a decoupling now of public health advice for uh, coming from the CMO uh, with, uh, alongside health leaders, be it the head of the HSE or indeed the Minister for Health. That's just not happening now. Uh, we've gone back to the way it, it used to be and. I don't think that's good enough in terms of the pressures that the health service is under at this particular time
0: Labour Party health spokesperson Duncan Smith we will leave it there Uh, let us know what you think, do you think it should be compulsory 53106 at a cost of 30s Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk